It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's Women We Love with me, Ellen Kay. And today we are joined by Dr. Fola May of UCLA, a gift a doctor, researcher, humanitarian, specializing in cancer research. Oh yeah, she's also a wife and a mother of three. March is Women's History Month, so we're celebrating and encouraging the vital role of women in American history. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great. It sounds nice and clear. Thank you for uh, giving us some of your time. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I do. I'm sitting in my office on a speaker. Is the sound okay? It sounds pretty good. I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, great. Well, here we are. This is Women We Love. This series spotlights exceptional women across multiple fields, from medical specialists making breakthroughs to award-winning songwriters to small business owners. And today we are talking to Dr. Fola May of UCLA, a truly gifted doctor, researcher, and humanitarian specializing in cancer research. Welcome, Dr. May. Thank you very much for having me. I'm actually a huge fan. I listen to you every morning on the way to school growing up in L.A., uh, back in the Rick D's days. So ah! I'm very excited to you today. <laughs> All right, Fola, this is what I ask anyone who says they grew up with me. I, I always ask, were you in the car seat or were you driving the car? I was in the passenger seat while my mother was driving. Okay. <laughs> Elementary school. Yes. <laughs> well, Dr. May, I'm Dr. K. <laughs> you are, definitely. <laughs> well, we know that you are a wife. You're a mother of three. Thank you for growing up on the radio with me. And we want to know how, how you're doing it all. You know, we all know a woman where we look at this woman and we say, oh, my gosh, how is she doing this? You have an intense career, but you also have to balance your life. So what would you say, being a woman in a male-dominated field, how are you doing it? Well, I mean, thank you very much for that question. You know, I get that question a lot, and honestly, I always come back to when you find things that you love and that you're passionate about, you don't get tired doing them. Um, I feel very fortunate to be a woman in science, especially to be a woman of color in science, in a world where I'm allowed to do my passion, which is to try to help people live healthier lives, live longer, avoid dying from this horrible disease that we know of as cancer. And that motivates me every day. Let's talk about that. A lot of celebrities in the news lately, and we hear of their death, Kirstie Alley, one of them, and they say after a short illness, this takes people fast. Yes, it does. And the really challenging thing about colorectal cancer is that it's a cancer we don't talk about enough. It is the number two cancer killer. So by that, I mean in men and women in the United States, it's the number two cause of cancer-related deaths. So it's actually very common, but we still don't talk about it as much as we talk about breast cancer, prostate cancer. I even hear people talking about brain cancer a lot, which is quite rare. And the other really remarkable thing about this cancer is that it's largely preventable. We can prevent it with screening. We just need everyone to participate. But there's so much stigma about screening. There's so, so much lack of awareness that a lot of people aren't taking advantage of the technologies. 
And okay, so there's Colagard. I don't know if you saw SNL, but they actually they did shown the spotlight on Colagard where the boxes actually came to the door and Woody Harrelson was trying to fend them off. They all wanted to watch him give a sample. And yes, I definitely saw it. <laughs> so, so, but this is, you know, look, they were making light of it, but it's still, it's still shining a light on, on, on colorectal cancer, even though it was done in a, you know, in a, uh, I don't know, a satirical way. Um, but is that a reliable test? I know that you co-lead Stand Up to Cancer's colorectal cancer health equity dream team. So you really want us to uh, get these comprehensive at-home stool-based colorectal cancer screenings and where and how? Absolutely. So first of all, I definitely saw that that skit on Saturday Night Live. I thought it was brilliant. I was just so happy and I always am happy when anyone brings attention to this disease because like I said, we don't talk about colorectal cancer enough. And I think I tweeted about it the next morning that if we have to scare you into getting screened, that's okay as long as you do it. So I thought it was a really unique approach. And I think that is the problem is that a lot of people, there's this have this ick factor when we talk about the colon or the rectum or their bowel movements. And because of that, there's so much hesitancy to participate in things like Cologuard or the other popular screening tests. With colorectal cancer, there's actually many different ways to get screened. Colonoscopy is the most common in the United States. This is done under the guidance of usually a gastroenterologist in a hospital or a clinic. We use a flexible tube with a camera and a light at the end to look at the lining of the colon. We're doing that because we're looking for polyps. When we take out polyps, they don't have a chance to transform into colorectal cancer. Mm. So it's really helping identify these polyps before they transform. And also we can look for early cancers. That's important because if we find colorectal cancer early, it's very curable. Up to 90% are cured. Um, that, that's said, a, Stop right there. That is an amazing st- statistic. I mean, 90%, if you catch it early, that's a huge survival rate. Exactly. And I like to tell my patients that all the time. If we screen you on time, which is 45 for people who do not have a family history of colorectal, it's actually age 40 if you have a family history. Mm -hmm. But as long as we screen you on time, we can find this cancer early. If we find it in stage one, which is an early stage, it's 90% cure rate. If we wait a long time and we dilly-dally and we postpone the screening test for months and years and we don't diagnose it to stage four, which is late stage, the survival drops all the way down to 13%. So it's a dramatic difference. And that's why we're really, really pushing people to get the screening test on time at age 45. Well, so I do have a history in my family. So I got my first colonoscopy at the age of 40. And I... I don't know if many people say this to you or if you hear this very often. I enjoyed every moment of it because the guy was counting me down to put me to sleep. He goes, you're going to have 10 martinis right now. And I want you to, I want you to count backward. And then I swear, I felt like 20 minutes later, I was awake and ready to go. My best friend was there to pick me up and thank God I, I got a clear test and uh, beautiful photos back or video back. But it, um, it really was not unpleasant at all, and I felt so good after I did it. Everything, look, when we screen for anything, it's scary going in. I just had my mammogram. I always get so nervous. My mom had breast cancer. Uh, it was my uncle who had colon cancer. And so okay. 
you you're so scared going in, but you feel so good coming out. Exactly. And what, I'm so happy you share that story. And I'm so happy you got screened. Congratulations. Um, and what you're telling me is what I hear from so many people. Uh, my patients wake up right after I've done their colonoscopy and they say, Doc, when are you going to get started? It's that fast. <laughs> it's that fast. It really is that fast. And yes, I imagine it it's even faster now. Uh, I, there are so many other methods too, right? Like, don't you, isn't there one with air, some kind of air there are there are about seven options, believe it or not, and they're all recommended by the United States Preventive Service Task Force. They're kind of like our Congress in medicine. They make the rules. We follow them. And they have said, number one, everyone should get screened at 45, men, women, regardless of background, everyone. And they've said, number two, there's seven ways to do it. So there's this colonoscopy that we've talked about. Um, there's the CT scan, which, yes, does put air into the colon to um, kind of open it up a little bit like a balloon and then look at the lining with a CT scanner. Uh, there are these three stool-based tests that we've kind of talked about with the Cologuard. And there's another tool called the flexible sigmoidoscopy, which is kind of like a colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. So there are so many ways to get this done. And I like to just emphasize to people, talk to your doctor about the different options. There are pros and cons of them. Decide what's best for you and just get it done. Mm -hmm. We like to say in this world of colorectal cancer screening, the best test is the test that gets done. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so good. Dr. Fola May, we just call you Fola. She grew up listening yes, to me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we can get more information. We're going to post and link you standuptocancer.org. We love the work yes. that you do. We know that you also have a family to raise. So since this is women we love, how are you? How are you doing that? <laughs> yes, I mean, that's, that's the big question, right, is, is how do we fit it all in? And again, it goes back to what inspires me. And I, I really am inspired um, by many things, but I think I have been really inspired by the people who've come before me, especially women, especially black women, many of whom were brilliant, but yet had little or no opportunity, right? Mm. And um, there are still challenges in, in being a scientist now, this day and age, but I am inspired every day by what they would have done if they had these opportunities and what they really just had to do to survive in America. And mm -hmm. I'm also inspired by the people who come after me, you know, that includes my three daughters, um, other young women who want to pursue science. The world isn't a perfect place, but my goal is to become an example for young women and girls that they can push boundaries and achieve their dreams. And for me, one of the biggest dreams for was being part of the Stand Up to Cancer effort. Um, I was thrilled a few years ago when they made the announcement for the Colorectal Cancer Health Equity Dream Team. Stand Up to Cancer is an incredible organization. They've been doing work for, for years, and I was so excited that they were trying to fund work in health equity, really the concept that everyone should have access to the highest level of health. So in this project, we are bringing screening tests to the most disadvantaged people. These are low-income individuals, black and brown in, um, populations who don't have access to medical insurance or who receive care in low-resource settings. And we're giving them tests like that Cologuard kit that we just talked about. We're giving them the FIT test, which is another stool-based test, and we're helping them make sure that they get screened in a timely manner. That's amazing and incredible. And Dr. Fulame with us right now, Associate Professor of Medicine, researcher at UCLA and the Johnson Comprehensive Cancer Center. So let's pretend, Dr. Fulame, that now you're just Fola and you're at home. There's no doctor coat. There's no patient. There's no, you're just relaxing. Let's just say the girls are busy. Maybe they're out of the house. And how do you do it? How do you, how do you 
How do you wind down? Um, honestly, there's, okay, well, there's, there's never that, that so day. Home, there's <laughs> soccer practice and karate, taekwondo practice and things that we're dealing with. But when all of that is settled out, uh, I'm usually just, uh, you know, picking up a good novel that I've had at my bedside that I want to read or just taking a moment to relax, to reflect on things that make me happy. I have an incredible network of girlfriends that I'm always texting with and keeping in touch with as well as my family. So I really try to keep it wholesome. You know, I try to keep myself surrounded by the things that I love and that I cherish and that honor me and that I honor back. And those are the things that make me most happy. What's on your desk? I'm just curious because when I go to the doctor, I'm always looking for something personal on the doctor's desk. And you don't see... Oh my gosh, I'm sitting on my desk right now. Do you really want to know what's on my desk? Well, first of all, (laughs) there is this weight, this paperweight that someone gave me that says, you don't have to be crazy to work here. We'll train you. (laughs) I think it means something. (laughs) Someone gave that to me. Um, There's a lot of post-its on my desk of things that I have to do. Um, mm-hmm. for my family and for the lab to keep the lab functioning. Um, I've got a lot of pens of different colors and uh, I do actually, I'm looking right now at my colorectal cancer awareness pen that's sitting on my desk because mm-hmm. um, again, this is really my passion is to mm-hmm. make people aware of this disease. I've lost family members to this disease. It's affected my family and it just hurts me so much that people are being diagnosed and then turning around and telling me that they just didn't know they were at risk. Mm. So I keep it on my desk just to remind myself of my vision and and why we do what we do. Mm, That's amazing. Well, we've loved getting to know you, Fola, and thank you so much for giving us some of your precious time and for all that you do. And we will keep spreading that word so that everyone knows they can get tested and that it's an easy thing to do and that it's super important. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to speak with you. Thank you so much for spreading the word about colorectal cancer and International Women's Day. Mm. You we bet. love you. You were just mentioning mm. you're, you're looking at pens, and I just had a thought, doctor. You're, you seem like a, a very um, you know wholesome and classy woman, but but here's a suggestion for you. Maybe make your own pens that say, get your ass in here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know, because I have like the worst pen collection, right? All the ones from hotels that stop working after two uses. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Ryan's a, Ryan is a... Away. I like that idea. Uh-huh. I might borrow it. He always has great marketing ideas. So if you need him, you've got his number. <laughs> you right have here. our hotline. Around in public. Yes. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> have a great one. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.